0: The week before last, I was in Mexico City for the feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, um, joining an estimated 9.8 million people this year. That celebration commemorates the appearance of the Virgin Mary in 1531 to an indigenous Mexican named Juan Diego. As one might imagine, the Spanish bishop of Mexico at that time was skeptical about the story, and so he demanded proof. And so off Juan Diego went back to the same hill where the image of the Virgin Mary had appeared to him, and she appeared again. When he told her his problem, that the bishop wanted proof, she told Juan to come back to the hill the next day, and he would have his proof. When he returned the next day, he found roses in full bloom, roses such as never would grow on such a hill in Mexico. He gathered them in his tilma, his outer garment, and he ran down to show the bishop. When he unfastened the garment, the roses fell out all over the place, but even more, on the tilma, the the garment that he was wearing, on the tilma itself was the image of the Virgin Mary, that ever since has been recognized as the Virgin of Guadalupe. Because of her timing, 1531, the encouragement from the official church, mostly the Spanish officials then in Mexico, and especially because this image on the tilma blends aspects of the Spanish Virgin Mary with aspects of an indigenous Mexican girl, The appearance of the Virgin of Guadalupe went a long way toward reconciling Aztec religious beliefs with Christian beliefs. Many may quibble about the facts. Is the Virgin of Guadalupe simply a revision of a similar image found in the choir of a, a seminary in Extremadura, Spain, where many of the conquistadors came from? Was the image of the tilma really just painted by a first-generation Mexican convert to Christianity? On and on the questions go, and books and pamphlets have been written about such questions. But the point I take from that story, the point that millions of other people pick up either consciously or unconsciously, is that God, through God's messenger, the Virgin Mary in this case, Spoke to a simple, ordinary man like Juan Diego. That means God might speak to me. That means God might speak to you. But then God has been pulling people aside and whispering in their ears since the beginning of time. It rarely happens the way we expect. It almost never happens by the means we might prefer or ask for, but God continues to speak. In today's readings and music, we've heard about this, how God tries again and again and again and again to get humanity's attention in the Garden of Eden, in the wilderness, through rulers and princes and institutions, through means official and unofficial, legitimate and underhanded. And then, finally, God sort of gambles, I think, and speaks to the Virgin Mary. She says yes. A few years ago, a young woman named Shannon Kubiak wrote a wonderful little book in which she connects God's calling with ours. She writes, Mary was a nobody. (laughs) Mary was a nobody, yet she found favor and blessing with God. How many times do we look in the mirror and find a nobody staring back at us? We often limit what God can do with our lives because we think our upbringing, our appearance, or our life is not a sufficient tool for the hands of God to use. But if Mary really was a nobody, all it took for God to make her somebody was one miracle on a lonely day when she was just going about her daily business. God called a girl. That's the name of Shannon Kubiak's book. God called a girl. And that girl changed the world. God called Mary. God called... Juan Diego. God continues to call. I think God calls people like Greta Thunberg. God calls Banksy. God calls you and God calls me. God calls us to continue making the word flesh, putting God's love into human form in our world now. That amazing Pulak anthem that we heard just a few minutes ago asks of the shepherds, Whom did you see, shepherds? Say, tell us. Who appeared on earth? Say, what did you see? Well, after returning from Bethlehem, when people asked, I'm sure the shepherds tried to explain what they had seen. They probably tried to use words and gestures. Maybe they even quoted some scripture or sang a song. But if anyone was convinced, in their day and ours, it would be by a life that has changed because of what one has seen. People will believe in the love of God when they see that love. Not in the scriptures, not in the skies, not in literature or film or art, but in the way we act and speak and sin and forgive and continue to love. May we do our part in God's ongoing incarnation. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.